0: Ladies and gentlemen, family, and friends from around the country and literally around the world, this is your host, hopefully one of your favorite deplorable brothers, David J. Harris Jr., and I have an amazing show for you all today. Thank you so much for choosing to spend a little bit of your day with me as I break down the truth, the news that's not drenched in liberal bias. It's unadulterated, it's raw, it's real. And it's more important than ever that we all get the truth. Today's broadcast is brought to you by my good friend, Mike Lindell's company, My Pillow. Friends, if you need to sleep well, if you want to feel good while you're sleeping, you've got to try Mike Lindell's pillows or his sheets or his mattress topper. I have all of those. My wife absolutely loves his sheets, as do I. There's nothing I love more than actually feeling comfortable. Just that you feel so good and cool while you're sleeping. His new Giza sheets are absolutely amazing. Use the promo code David, that's my name, David, when you make your order at mypillow.com and you can save up to 60%. Yes, Mike Lindell gave a special promo code for me, for you, my audience. So you can save up to 60% need new pillows, need sheets, want to give your mattress a makeover, get that pillow topper, that mattress topper, just use the code David and you'll save up to 60%. So let's get into my show today. Friends, I've got to tell you today, I'm pretty giddy right now. I'm, I'm really excited for this guest that is about to be on my show, sharing his heart and passions about what's going on in our country and about what he has done and what he's doing. But this man is an absolute legend. I grew up watching him play in the NFL, one of the baddest, if not the baddest uh, running backs, fullbacks in the NFL ever, inducted into the College Hall of Fame. I think he should have been in the NFL Hall of Fame. He set records. He was a absolute monster on the field. Without further ado, from my hometown now of Dallas, my good friend, Herschel Walker. Herschel, are you kidding me? Thank you so much Hello, for joining man. me on the show today. How are you doing, my brother?
1: I'm doing well. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing good, too, considering everything that has taken place in our country from COVID to riots to uh, anarchy breaking out. God is good. So I, I reside with that.
1: I, I, I totally agree. I said like, God is good. I was just telling someone now I said that's one thing that I, that I know is that God is good and everything going to be OK.
0: Well, you are you have been an inspiration to millions, millions of young black, white, Hispanic kids, but especially in the black community to see somebody with your tenacity with your spirit and your drive to be as successful as you were in the NFL and even afterwards uh to have you be such an inspiration and now to have you be a voice that we so desperately need that America needs that that men and women of all colors but especially the black community needs for you to be the voice of reason that you've been this past these past couple of years and especially of late it's truly it's truly what we need and i just want to commend you for not being scared. I know that I don't think fear is a part of your vocabulary, but you've been pretty bold to make your statements heard and to voice your your opinions and concerns about so much of what's going on in our country right now.
1: Well, you, you're correct, but you know I wish everyone else was. I think people are a little bit afraid of what people may say about them. And, you know, my whole life, you know, when I was a little boy growing up, people used to call me names. They bullied me. They That's the reason I went through a behavioral health hospital, because of uh, the anger I had as a little kid, and I had to get help for it later on in life. And I think it's a shame right now that the best country in the world, the United States of America, right now, we are not letting people be their own free thinkers. You know, one of the things that I do know is that we've had some great leaders in the past, you know, Martin Luther King, who... Gay who died for our, for to give us these rights to think of our own, give us a chance to vote. You know, people complain. And I, I know that things are not better, but they're better than they were yesterday. Yes. And I say, you know, things are better than what they were during my father was little. Things are better than and my father has, is a footstep for me to make things better for when I'm when I was when I'm a man and I'm trying to do the same thing for my son. And, you know, uh, I may not see total, total equality, but I can't work towards it. And yeah. today is not the way we do it. You know, we have a system in place in the way we get things done. We have law in order. Do we need to make laws better? Yes, we do. But we don't do it like this. And for people to get upset because I have that opinion, that's what's a shame. And that's why I say I'm a fight for that right, because You know, that's all I know. I know my Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know law and order. I don't know anything else. And You know what was sad to me the other day? I had someone, a white person to tell me this, who uh, she she believe in uh, some of this stuff that I don't. And she told me she's a Herschel. You tweet and you talk white. Wow. And it shocked me because I asked, I said, so how do you do it black? I said, all I'm saying is the truth that I believe. I'm not saying anybody's wrong. I'm saying this is what I believe in. And I believe that everyone is shouting. But has anyone come up with solutions? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So I want to come up with solutions to make it better. I'm not saying you don't have the right to feel like this. I'm not saying that this person is right. I'm not saying this person is wrong. All I'm saying is let's fix this situation because we've had too many people to die For us to get voting, we have too many people to die for this American flag. We have too many die for what they think was not right and justice. So why are we complaining and not trying to fix this? And that's all I'm saying.
0: Well, and it makes so much sense. And to have you know, and obviously she was a white liberal that said that to you. To have anybody really, it's it's baffles me that. There are white individuals out there or Hispanic. I've heard it from Hispanics, too, but especially with our history in this country, that there are white individuals out there. And I've only ever heard it come from liberals, come from Democrats where they want to call the race. They want to pull our race car. They want they want to pull our black car. They say we're not black. We don't talk black because we don't think black. Since when is thinking a color? And whatever happened to, like you said, Dr. Martin Luther King, are us being judged on the content of our character and not the color of our skin. Yet that's exactly what we see today is that we're being judged how we because of how we believe and how we think we're being judged and put in a box because of the color of our skin.
1: And that's what's sad. And that's what's sad. And that's the reason I'm going to fight, because I told someone, I said, you know, my son. A young man that, yes, I'm afraid if the police stop him because he's black. Well, wait a minute. He is not just black, he's also Italian. He's also a Spanish. Mm-hmm. My mom is also a, a Native American. And today, I have white people in my family. Today, I have Hispanic people in my family. Oh, geez. Today, I have Indian people in my family. And I'm not going to turn my back on any of them. So you can call me what you want to call me. I'll be an Uncle Tom. I'll be a step and fetch it. But I know what's right. And what's right is my Heavenly Father said, how can I ask him for forgiveness if I can't forgive my fellow brother? And how can I treat anyone lesser than the way I want to be treated? And I said, guys, we have put a system in the United States in place to correct this through voting. And I'm not saying that you're going to vote right, but get out and vote and change it. If you want to see a change, let's vote. Let's run for office or let's put someone to run for office. Let's have a candidate. And we push that candidate to change things. And I'm I'm one of these people that I would talk out and i say, our leaders, I hate to tell you, most of them ain't doing a good job because they've been in office a long time. I haven't seen many changes, but it's our fault. It's our fault because the system we put in place we could have voted for someone different. We could have got turn limits. Why have we not gotten turn limits? Because some people have been in office forever and they're, they're pushing this narrative. Oh, oh, it's so bad. Oh, it's so bad. And it's like, wait, you've been in office for 15 years. You haven't changed anything. So yeah. you gotta go. And the people need to realize that and quit blaming everyone else because I hate to say it and don't get, I don't want people getting mad
0: at me No, say it. Come on. Say it. It's
1: not that bad as it was during the Martin Luther King days. Absolutely. It's not that bad as it was during my father day. Because people call it racism. Hey, guys, uh, Herschel Walker, no racism. Hey, I know the Klan because I was around and the Klan scared me half to death. So I know the Klan. So when you start talking about racism, I know what racism is just because you disagree with me. I'm going to call you a racist Oh, wow. That's literal. Because racism is when you have the dog that's going to attack you. That's what racism is. Racism is when you have these these police officers with billy clubs coming to hit you in the head because you're in the wrong place. That's racism, right? That racism is not just because you disagree with me, because we have the right now to disagree. We have that right. People have died to give me that right to disagree. So please don't try to take that from me. And I'm not going to, and I'm going to fight for that because that is mine. Somebody fought for me to have that. So can I please have that? And if I want to say this, let me say it. Because I know for a fact a lot of other people believe this, but they're afraid to say it because they're afraid to be called something. But sticks mm-hmm. and stone may break my bones, but words never hurt me. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm glad you are saying it and you're not afraid to stand up and say it. Uh, you know, I saw a video this morning. I, well, I was going to try to get it cued, but I couldn't find it after I was just scrolling on on Instagram. But it was a it was an American flag on the ground, a pretty good sized flag on the ground. There were several people look like mostly teenagers that were standing on it. And in the middle is a black girl that's just dancing and stomping all over the flag what, what do you think about when you see stuff? And that's not that's one example. There's been a whole lot of individuals yeah. that are desecrating our flag, individuals that don't know history, that don't understand how good they've got it here in this country. A lot of young people that I'm saying, where are their parents? How come they didn't teach them about the freedoms that we have? And like you said, so many people that died to give us these freedoms. What does it make you feel like when you see somebody desecrating our flag?
1: You know, it it is sad. And let me tell you the reason it's sad. This is the United States of America. Yeah. When you talk about United, that ain't coming together, bringing together, together. United States of America. So this country was built on the United States of America to put things in place. Now, because this is a United States flag. You have no right to stump on it, no right to burn it, no right to do anything else. Because if you don't like it, you can go somewhere else. That's what's so great about this country. You don't have to yes. stay here. You can go somewhere else. We're not—they're not, they, not going to hold you here. This is not North Korea but they're going to hold you here. You can leave. Yes. But to sit in a country where you get, where you eat, work, you raise your family. And now to put it down. Now you have the right to do it, but to do that to the flag, I don't think that you have that right. That's that's for me. I'm not saying I'm. I'm not saying that you don't. I'm just saying I don't believe you do. I don't believe you do because this is the United States of America. Yeah. This is not Herschel Walker, America. This is not David, America. This is the United States of America. So I was happen to be born. Here in the United States, if I don't like it. I need to leave because this is United States. They ain't got nothing to do with me. I didn't buy it. I don't own it. <laughs> you know yeah. that, that's what people got. That's what people got to respect. People died and fought for this country. Here, they didn't. They fought for Herschel Walker. They, but they fought for you too. Yeah, to make this a system in place, and there are systems in place to be changed. These systems in place is a system we put in place. I mean we voted for them. We put Congress in place. We the one that said we're gonna do this here. We voted on all these things. Well, today we get to vote now more. There yeah, more people can vote now than there were before. So we can change all of this stuff. We don't like it. We can change it. So that is the system in place, not the system to go out and burn the flag, the system to break windows, the system to loot, the system to do this. Yes, there's a system in there. you can protest. Yeah, there is a system you can protest. I believe in peaceful protests. But do you hear what I said? Peaceful protest. I don't believe in going out tearing people's stuff up because, you know what, that's breaking the law. And remember, if, sort of like playing tennis, if I got to play within the lines and you can do whatever, hit the ball wherever you want to hit it, it'll (laughs) be a terrible (laughs) game to watch. So that's the reason we have law and order. Well, do we need to reform the president or do all the, the, the police? Yeah, we need to do better training. You know i've been right. fighting for years for better teachers i said god the way you get better teachers is by putting more money into teaching exactly the way you get better training put more money into police officers. because one of the exactly. things i suggest is guys you need to put in training in the police that they have to put so many hours into social work to understand right. the community yeah. they're working in That's good that's some of the train that's my so that's some of the solutions i have but that's what i said people got to do instead of them shouting Who's coming up with solutions? Yeah, I heard someone saying, "Part of the solution, you need to get out."
0: You're part of the problem. That's what I'm saying. If you're not the solution,
1: you need to get out because just shout, fight, and tearing up, not solving anything.
0: So let me ask you this: What is your take on Black Lives Matter, the the organization? Because a lot has come out. I had a lot of friends. I had a lot of pastor friends, actually, and Christians, you know, people that I thought were, I think, a little more spiritually aware that were jumping on the bandwagon, that posted that black square in solidarity, that were some individuals that, you know, that aren't believers, but are good people. There's a lot of good people out there. They then turned on those people that didn't post the black squares, that weren't supporting this this Black Lives Matter movement that now we know is a Marxist movement, anti-American movement. Where, where did you when did you wake up to who they were about? Or I mean, they've been around since 2013. What's your message to to people about who Black Lives Matter, that organization is?
1: Well, you know, uh, one of the things that that happened to me is, you know, my father told had four boys and three girls and he taught me to educate myself. And what I mean by that is I didn't know who Black Lives Matter was. I didn't know what they stood for. So I looked it up. And their agenda doesn't go with what I agree with. I don't agree with what they do. So I was like, man, they don't speak for Herschel Walker. Right. And what was so sad in my hometown of Wrightfield, Georgia, you know, because I hear about the amount of money that they've gotten they're not giving any to my little hometown in Wrightsville, Georgia. No, they're not getting any to my little community around here in Texas. They're giving any to my place in Minnesota, or my place up in New York, and my place up. They're giving any to those. I don't, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to see that. So it's okay if you don't believe in white lies, Matter. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know whether they speak for me or Herschel Walker. I'm not saying anything bad. Like, you know, I did not mean I, I saw a show once and it had former president uh, Joe Biden. And they said he was meeting with black leaders. And I'm like, whoa, who are the black leaders? Because I haven't voted for anyone. Like, who are the black leaders? I like to know who they are because I haven't voted for anyone to be a black leader. You know, so who is he meeting with? Because how in the world could someone speak for you if you don't even know who they are? Yeah, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna just put my name in it because they said that they're black. No, 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 I hate to say it. People get mad, and I've been called Uncle Tom and whatever. I'm like, guys, it may be sad, but I don't know you. Not one time you come to talk to me. So why will I put my name with you? You have I don't know what you stand for, and from what I read, it's not what I believe. Not saying you're wrong. Not saying you're right. I'm saying, yeah, I love to sit down with you, and we talk like you and I talk. But the problem you have is, it seems like you can never sit down with someone like that and have a communication without shouting. Right. And I'm like, guys, well, I don't need that. I don't need it. I don't need that in my life. You know, if you want to shout, we can shout. If you want to dance, we can dance. If you want to fight, we can fight. Whatever you want to do. I'm saying, but yeah. well, I need to know what the deal is because it's like I don't understand. But don't yeah. penalize me for what I don't believe in, like NFL. And not to get off subject, but I said, wait a minute. You just said that they're going to put BLM on jerseys or on something. And I was like, wait a minute. How can you put that on someone that may not believe in that? Yes. I do believe in the team getting together. Now, this is this is how you come up with solutions. See, did they ever think about coming up with a solution like the team get together, like the Dallas Cowboys, all the whole team, the coaches, the management, everybody get together. Everybody's in one room. You have uh, probably, let's say, 300 people in this room, just the Cowboys, Mm -hmm. and they ask the question, who would like to put this on the jersey? Raise hand. Right. So everybody raise, and the majority of them win. And then you're a team. Not saying that anyone is wrong, anyone is right, but then you go as a team. No, we're not going to do that. So everyone get a chance to do that, not just oh, no, you're gonna do this. Right. That's when you're taking my right away. Wait a minute. Wait, I don't believe in that. Yeah. And that's what's so great about America, United States of America. If we can say no, you remember that Nike slogan? Just say no. Now you not Nike. Now you can't just say no because you get in trouble for saying no. No, you can't just say no. right. just say no. <laughs> now you can't even say no because people, oh geez, you're racist. Uh, Your uncle Tom, or you—you talk white. You do this. It's like what are you talking about, guys? I'm as black as you want to be, and not to be mean, I'm one of those field negroes. People don't like me to say that word. That's who I am. I started in the south. I'm a worker. I work, guys. I don't want you. And this is the honest truth. If you read what Herschel Walker said, I said I don't want the government raising my child.
0: Absolutely.
1: I do not want the government raising my child. So I'm going to work my butt off to educate him and to teach him. I don't want the government raising your child. Absolutely. I don't think it's right. So I'm going to fight for your child. You know, I was sad to see so many black young kids being killed. It yeah. hurt me. And I'm like, guys, I want to fight for this. Man, I don't know what I can do. I even roll the roll about it. I, said, I don't know what I can do. It's not right.
0: Yeah.
1: Who is saying this is right? I've heard, and I'm not going to call anyone out by name, but i heard people on the news that said that's not important. What's important in this is police brutality.
0: Yeah, well, I, just, you I just heard Don Lemon say it. Yeah, I heard Don yeah, Lemon and uh, do Chris Cuomo cool yeah, talking and, and laughing about it. That.
1: And it's like, guys, I'm confused here. Are you telling me that's not important to start a movement on that? Because I remember the Black Lives Matter start with... Cabernet from Milton? Am I correct or am I wrong? When did that start? Black Lives Matter? You said 2013.
0: 2013,
1: right? yeah. So oh, I'm confused. Why did it start 2013 and not start before?
0: Exactly. Black Lives
1: Matter before then?
0: Yeah, Exactly. Know, you had Rodney King. Yeah,
1: right. Rodney King. So what was the the catalyst to get it started? And that then, then, Daniel, you know, yes. The police that did that to George Floyd was wrong. You know, I went to the academy. Herschel been to the police academy. Herschel, that's what I want to do: law and order, law, 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 for it, law enforcement. What that police officer did was wrong. Mm-hmm. Every police officer that's standing around him was wrong. Yeah. So they need to be penalized. I Absolutely. believe that so heartily, and I, you know, you want me to shout and fight about that? Guys, I'm I'm gonna fight with you about it. meaning that I'm gonna go and say, yeah, I think he was wrong, but at the same time, we have a trial system. But he gotta go and you gotta be tried on it. He's gotta go through the system. not I'm not just not gonna say, boom, you're guilty. Get out of here. Go to nope. You gotta have trial system, even though I may not like it. But that's, but that's our system. That's our system. And if you want to change the system,
0: go vote. That's exactly right. It's
1: all different. They're going to change it. Let's just go vote. Let me help you to register. Let's go vote. And people say, that's not where You're talking white. Like, is that not what we've been asking for all the time? Guys, yeah. you know, so, so we just got over a black president. Yes. When could that have happened 10 years ago? Honestly, right. When could that have happened 10 years ago? Before, before Obama came into place, When could that have happened 25 years ago? Right. When could that have happened 25 years ago? There's no doubt. I love to have more blacks in Congress, in the Senate, but we got to vote for them. We got to vote for them. Other people got to vote for them. But
0: then they got to run, too. Yeah, they got to run, too. But for me, you know, I was I don't know. I don't know if you voted for Obama or not or if you want to share if you did or not. I know. No, for I, didn't. no I, I didn't. You I didn't. I didn't
1: vote for uh, Obama because I didn't know him. And I did go on and start reading about him and I started reading about him and I knew he was in Chicago. But I didn't know too many bills that he got passed while he was there in Chicago. But this was so interesting. I didn't vote for him. But when he became the president, I respected him as the president of the United States of America.
0: Wow. Because
1: he is our leader.
0: Yeah. Man, the Democrats and the liberals—they need to hear that. Can you say that again? You yeah, didn't vote for I, him, but we— hit but when, but when he became president, my leader. yeah. And
1: I, I learned that from playing on a team. You know, I may not like the quarterback, but I better block for him because that's the only way you're going to win. Yeah. If you don't block for him, you're going to win. You ain't going to win. So I may not have voted for him, but I would support everything that he tries to do because he's my president. Anything against these other countries, I'm going to stand behind it. Yeah. You know, I may not like it, but he's a leader. He's my leader, so whatever he says, I'm going to uh, try to stand him up. And then, it, because we're such a great country, if we don't like him, four years, we can vote him out.
0: But we're we didn't. Like we're a country that we can. <laughs> right, we
1: didn't. We, we, him by we the voted. End.
0: I didn't vote we for him, him either by the time. End. But see,
1: that's what was so great about it. The yes. country decided, through a system, we got in. They wanted him back. I fight about it. I don't vote for him then either. Yeah. But to they invited him, I respected him as the president of the United States of America. Go. So that's what it was. He was the president of the United States of America from a system we put in place. And that's why I keep telling people, guys, we have to respect people for... You know, like Donald Trump or not, like me. president of the United States of America. If you don't like it, vote him out in the, the time comes. But what we have to do as a people, not just vote for presidents. We gotta vote for senators. We gotta vote for Congress. We gotta, we gotta have term limits. We really, really need term limits. Yes. And Congress and the Senate. Yes. We need term limits. Only reason why is that's the only way you're gonna get a change. Yes. How are you going to see changes when the same people are there forever? you? Huh. are going to see you never going to get a change.
0: What is it? What do you think about when you understand that the black community in this country has voted pretty, pretty monolithically, pretty much over 90 percent, voted blue, voted Democrat with a blind <coughs> allegiance? What do you say to anybody that may be listening to this right now? That's that's a part of the black community or or not any community, but especially if they've had, you know, a mindset to only vote one specific party, especially the Democrat Party. What do you say to that person that was raised and taught from a young age? That that's just who you vote for. You vote Democrat. They they have our backs. They're, they're our champions. Republicans are racist. What do you say to that person that's learned that their whole life? You know,
1: you know, you said something that was great. You said that they have the mindset of Democrat. You know, I had that mindset, too, because I was taught that growing up. You know, my family was Democratic, so I figured, oh, I'm Democrat, too. And then I started reading, I started educating myself. And and you know, like I said, I got family members that they 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 still believe Democrat. And I, you know, we we're able to sit down, we love each other, and we're able to talk peacefully. And I said, guys, you no, know, look at this right here. This is what the Democrats stood for. You know, when you try to explain to them and show them the facts, that's one thing that people don't even want to see as the facts. Guys, for years the Democrat was the one that tried to keep slavery. Nobody wanna hear that. I'm not, I didn't yeah. make that up. Yeah, they don't want it's to hear It's written that. right here. I didn't make it up. I'm not being mean. Yeah. I did not make it up. Guys, you see this right here. The Democrat, not to be mean, was the Democrat not the one that helped to create the Ku Klux Klan to sort of scare you to vote Democratic? Yep. I didn't make that up. That's what you read it for yourself. And that's what I tell people. I didn't make it up. Go read it for yourself. Was a Democrat, was the one that, and that did the filibuster that did not want to release slaves that still wanted slavery. Not a I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm saying I didn't make it up, but weed it for yourself. And I'm not saying you can still vote for who you want because I think the problem we have today, and that's what I told someone, you know, we have sometimes, we may have a Democrat that have a good deal that they want to put out there that the Republican won't vote for. You have a good deal that the Republican won't vote for. I said, when can we come become Americans? Mm. Doing what's best for America, not what's best for a party. Yes. I think that's what we need to do right now. Yes. We need to forget about a Democrat. We need to forget about a Republican. We need to say, hey, God, what is best for America right now? Because well, isn't that where do, not what best for a party
0: is? Isn't that where you kind of feel me personally? I feel I feel that that is exactly the shoes and the mandate that Donald Trump is filling You know, he's done a lot of things that are not traditional Republican party. I mean, the GOP didn't give him $1 towards his campaign in 2016, he didn't have their support. He came out of the business world and brought his work ethic with him, business mindset with him, and has brought so much change to our country in three and a half years, that it's like, and he's getting fought on every at every turn from the House, but it's almost like that's exactly the shoes that Donald Trump's filling is he's doing what's best for America.
1: Well, and I think that's what it is. And I said, one of the best things Donald Trump has done is he's uncovered the way they do things in Washington, which we see that's not right. He's uncovered yes. the Democrat and the Republican, because if you remember, when he first came into office, the Republican didn't really vote for him. They went no. against him, too. yeah. And because he is a change, he's something different. So now people are like, oh, wow, everybody's going crazy. I don't know what they're going crazy. He has almost promoted himself through his Twitter. Well, I wish he would be quiet. People, oh, I wish he wouldn't tweet so much. But that's the only way he's going to promote himself because really, no one is really promoting him correctly. They say that's things have right. not been said. Things have not been done. When are you had a administration that has so many leaks in their whole entire life. And then the leaf turns out to not be true. Yeah. It's just a leaf. And I'm like, guys, that's like, that's like just shouting fire in a crowded room. I honestly think that they need to be punished. People don't know that's that. freedom absolutely. That's not their freedom to lie.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's
1: not that freedom to cake that and not tell the truth. And I said, guys, he is something different. Like this was funny, AOC uh, in New York. Yep. People said, What do you think of her? And I said, This is what's so funny about it. Her people, they have voted for her. So I respect her for what she says and all this. Even though I may disagree with it. I disagree with a lot of that st- stuff she says, but I respect her because she was voted in by her people. You know, do I agree with what she says? No. But I'm going to respect that she was voted in because that's the rights we have in America, that we can do those things. Yeah. So I'm not getting mad. So that's why I want the people to realize don't get mad because someone have a different choice than y'all. That's the reason we vote. But the way we're gonna see this changes is part of the solution, not part of the problem. And Those are voting. You know, yes. getting out and vote, getting out and filling out that census so people know that you even exist. You know, doing those things, not saying, Oh, I didn't vote because I don't like, I didn't like neither one of them I didn't vote for nobody. So why are you complaining? Yeah. <laughs> why are you complaining? You vote for nobody, but you're complaining. Exactly. And then, you know, for remember when this guy came to office, everyone was gonna leave and move to Canada, move to Switzerland. Everybody was leaving, gonna go somewhere, but nobody ever left. And one of the things I want to say, this is weird. I I, I uh, had a chance to speak with a guy from Mexico who had just become, he became a legal citizen, and this, and I said, people need to hear him speak, and he said, you know. Mr. Walker. And I said, don't call me Mr. Walker. I'm not Mr. Walker. He said, Mr. Walker, no, no, no. He said, you know, coming over to America, it's like winning the lottery. Hmm. I said, what are you talking about? He said, that's the golden ticket. I said, what are you talking about? He said, because we know coming to America, if you work hard, you can make it. Wow. So you can make it. And he said, a lot of people are dying in the water a lot of people are dying on the land, a lot of people are dying in cars to get to America because they know that is the golden ticket. But he said, wow. no one is dying to get out of America. <laughs> and I go, wow, do people even hear that? that
0: That's that amazing.
1: We have it, we have it here. There's no doubt, do we need to make it better? Has it moved as fast as some people want it to move? Maybe not, but it's not just about you. Yes. That's what God even said. God didn't just create this world for Herschel Walker. He created it for him. I'm supposed to happen. Yes. Like he gave me my life. I'm supposed to help my Lord Jesus. I'm not. God said, you know, God got a lot of other people you got to worry about, not just Herschel. And yeah. he can do it. but So I'm supposed to happen now. And he gave me a blueprint. He gave me a blueprint. He said, unless you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord gave you all day. He gave me a blueprint. Said, unless you. As a fellow, man, unless you can forgive me, I'm not going to forgive you. He gave you a blueprint. He gave yes. you the things you have to go by. But People got mad at me when I said that. Oh, because you are, you know, you didn't, uh, You they don't treat you like they treat me. And I said, guys, I've been stopped by the police. You know, I've been, like, harassed by the police before. Like, young men that probably didn't know who I was. that didn't I big time at first. But I respect them. I didn't get out and and in a problem?" I said, yes, sir. And, and I said, no, you can't search my car. They asked to search my car one time. I said, no. They're gonna bring the dogs in. I said, I don't care who you bring in, you're not gonna search my car. And they said, uh, <laughs> what do you want? I said, well, you can call your captain, you're not searching my car. I didn't have anything in my car, but I'm like, why in the world are you gonna stop me? Because I'm black, I'm driving an SUV. And then when they saw my name, they said, oh, oh, well, I'm sorry. You know, sometimes. Yeah, and I said, yeah, I know what it was. And I said, Yeah, was I hurt? Yes. Was I mad? Yes. Did I do it? No, no, no. But I want to change it. Right. I want to change that mentality by going to Washington, getting more money and training the police. You know, putting programs in place that they can see that all black men are not monsters. Yes. That all black men, when you meet them, are not monsters. That all Hispanic kids are not monsters. That we're not all criminals and not all cops are bad.
0: Exactly. I want people
1: to know that. I want people to know that.
0: Yeah. You shared this video. I want to share this video with everybody in case they haven't seen it yet. You shared this on Twitter and it went absolutely viral. And uh, I hey. love what you said. Let's let's watch this really quick.
1: Hey, it's Horser here working out. Hey, I was watching some kids, African American and Caucasian kids, play the other day, and and I started thinking about their future. And then I was listening to a BLM a uh, protester who's speaking for the black people. And I said, wait a minute, he don't speak for me. He don't speak for a lot of other people that I know. And I was watching all the people that wanted to take over a city block and, and not just black, that was Caucasian, that was all types of race there. And I said, wait a minute, they don't speak for the people I know. Why is these, com- these companies giving money to these groups? For what? Where's my freedom? Where is my freedom that I don't want to tear down statues? I don't want to uh, defund the police. I don't want to uh, riot and tear people's stores up. I'm going to do it the right way. So Congress, senators, where is my freedom to speak? If you're a leaker and you decide to leak information that's not true, isn't that like shouting fire in a crowded building that you need to be punished?
0: Love it. Loved it. Absolutely. That went viral. One and a half million views on on Twitter by itself. And that message resonated with so, so many uh, Americans all around this country. Again, I'm so glad and so thankful for your for your voice. What is it? Uh, you know, Nancy Pelosi actually talking about tearing down statues. Nancy Pelosi just today actually said that she doesn't even care about the statues, that if people don't want the statues there, they should. they She doesn't even care what they do with them. What does that make you? Uh, what does that make you think?
1: That made me think that she uh, shouldn't be in office because uh, she has no opinion. and She's the leader. And being the leader, you got to make decisions and not just try to make political decisions, but make justice yeah. decisions. And I told someone, I, and you, you may see a tweet where I said, hey, I, let me step in for a senator right now because they they don't want to make the decision. So I'm going to be the second. I'm the second string." You know, you're on the sideline now because I'm going to make a decision. You may not like it, but it's going to be a decision. And my decision is don't tear no statues down because you know what's so funny? Let's vote on it. Guys, we're a country that we can vote. You know what I want to do? Everyone is going to vote because that may you have to go vote now. If we don't want the statues up, let's vote on it. Get the majority of people. And if the majority is let's take them down. Let's take them down. But if the majority, the majority. of they stay up and stay up, this exactly. is a country not just because you cry in your room and you put a hole in the wall. If you come over to my house and you create trouble, I must ask you to leave. Yes. Well, when you are in the United States of America and now we are unhappy. So what I want to do first to find out what the problem is. And then I want to see if we can fix the problem. But then the problem can't be fixed if you don't think the problem can be fixed. I know this could be fixed. You can leave. Yes, and I'm not saying yes. that I want people to leave. I'm not saying that because we all belong. Well, we, we both belong here in America. But what I'm saying, guys, we're not a a people that breaks into people's stories, still people's stuff. Try to shoot the police, shoot young kids that we're not those people. We're better than that. Yes, we're better than that. And all the senators and the governors and the mayors of these cities that let this happen. You are not doing the right thing. God bless you. But I'm going to tell you right now, you're wrong. You need to have law and order in your city. You need to bring it under control because what about the people that don't want that. What about their, their, their freedom to speak? Who's speaking for them? Exactly. What about their exactly. rights? Who got, what about their rights? Do they think about them or they don't care? But see, that's the reason I say. you vote, don't vote for that mayor, that governor, next, the next term, don't vote for him. Or put something in place, try to get rid of them now. See that in company. You, you got the right to go do that. So that's what you got to do because that is not right. And that's all I said. I said, guys, you know, I've got to say this one story once. And and this is what was so funny. Over the 4th of July, I had an opportunity to watch Oprah. And and I had never seen this before, but they were showing the Freedom Riders 50th anniversary. Mm. And they had John Lewis on the, on that. John Lewis, you know, living in Atlanta. He a senator. And John Lewis everything powerful man, you know. And they were talking how a lot of the Freedom Riders had uh, already signed the wheel, they were going to die. They knew that they may die on that ride down through the south on the, on the bus. And they got stopped in Alabama, where it was funny, when they got stopped, the bus had a flat and, they, it, and somebody threw a, that set the bus on fire and the bus on fire burning and burning and, and John Lewis and some of the other rushed off the bus, they on their knees coughing and stuff. And, John Lewis said, a, a, a white gentleman, that he didn't look up and see his face at first, asked him, said, boy, are you all right? And John Lewis said, yes, sir, I'm fine. And, and the guy beginning to beat the living day like Tyler, we're bad. And he was beating John Lewis and beating John Lewis with the bat. And John Lewis didn't fight, right? He said, you know, it, it, it's a peaceful kind of protest. Well, police came up and stopped him. And a policeman turned to John Lewis and said, uh, do you want to press charges? And John Lewis said, no, sir. He said, I don't want to press any charges because we didn't come down here to cause trouble. He said, we didn't come down here to cause trouble. We came down here on a peaceful protest to get human rights. And it shocked me, and I'll tell you that story because something happened to me when I was at Georgia. And this is what people can call me white on the tongue and all this, and I said, you know, my father taught me to be a man. Because I tell people right now, Herschel Walker is going to die on his feet, fighting for his right, then to live on his knees begging somebody for something. That's not what I do. Right. But when I was at Georgia, it was after a football game. And I was walking across the uh, parking lot from the Coliseum to the dorm room where we were staying. And you know, there were so many people there, and I had state troopers around me. They were trying to keep people back that was old white gentleman trying to get to me. That was old white gentleman in the, the state trooper trying to keep me back. And I said, no, 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 later come up. Later come up. And he didn't even have a pen and have any paper. He didn't want an autograph. He came up and took my hand. And he said, Herschel Walker. He said, I'm one of the biggest clans in the state of Georgia. He said, you changed me. Wow. I'm sorry. And he walked away. And I tell people, I said, guys, I tell my son, I said, you know what? I may not see totally injustice, but I'm going to fight for you to get there because I know it's going to happen. You know, because if we continue on the right path of what we're doing right now by voting, by putting the right people in off of the right people that will yes. make changes. That's how we change. We don't change by breaking, by fighting, because he who live by the sword will definitely die by the sword. I do believe in that because no man is gonna let you dog him forever.
0: That's right.
1: No man. And that's what I tell people is guys, we can't continue to do this. And our leaders in Washington, whether you're Democratic or whether you're Republican, you should be ashamed of yourself that you won't step and say, no more, this gotta stop. No more, we can't do this. This is what's going to happen. And then you give the right to the National Guard, give the right to the police and we don't want this. But what we want to do is we're going to get you to vote. We want to register you to vote. That's what you do. Not go out and, and force people to do this and force you to do it. I said, that's, that's what this world is built on. we built on all this other crazy stuff.
0: Well, I got two more questions for you. And then I got one from my father when I told him I was going to interview you. He was, he was pretty excited. So my question is this. Joe Biden has come out. He said, if you don't know whether to vote for me or Trump, you ain't black. He has continued to show that it, it looks like there's definitely some mental deterioration, deterioration taking place with him. I personally believe he is battling dementia. I've got friends and individuals that have shared with me that everything he's uh, exhibiting shows that it's early onset dementia. he said some pretty crazy stuff. He seems to have a hard time putting two thoughts together in the same sentence or even getting one sentence out a lot of times. But all that being said, What would you say to the individuals, especially in the black community and especially to believers out there? Because they're so, you know, we have such a rich heritage of faith in this country, the black community, such a rich heritage of faith in God that for me, it always baffled me how people could vote for a a party who is a part of their party platform is abortion. Anytime, any place, for any reason, Joe Biden is for that. The Democrat Party is for that. Uh, but what would you say to that individual out there that may be listening to this right now that says, well, I've always voted Democrat. I've always heard this. I got to vote for Joe Biden, even though regardless of all this other stuff, what would you say to them?
1: You know, first of all, I say, you know, you have the right to vote for Joe Biden. You have the right to vote for whoever you want to vote for. And I'm not going to sit here and try to fight you about it. But have you educated yourself on Joe Biden? First of all, Joe Biden has been in, in politics in this politician world for how long? 40 years. 30, 40 something years. Yeah, Has he done anything <laughs> to change anything? Not only has he been that long, but he was vice president for eight years. Did he do anything to help any, any black people? A matter of fact, when he was vice president, let's think about this now. This is what I get so angry about. And African American, y'all gonna get mad at me for saying this, but I'm gonna say it. It is amazing to me when people are running for office, how they go to the black churches. Mm. They're in the black restaurant. They're doing all these things, but once they get in the office, you don't see them done no more. <laughs> no.
0: Boy, you don't. Hey, did
1: you see Joe Biden in any in black restaurant, any black churches when he was vice president of the United States? No. So not only that, and I'm not so I'm saying they can vote for whoever they want, but have they looked at what Joe Biden voted for over the last 40 some years? See, that's that's what I say. I'm not gonna tell you, I'm gonna fight you about what you're voting for. You know and I'm saying vote for who you want because that's the right you have. But I also said educate yourself, which is what I did with my family. I have some family members that they're gonna vote for Joe Biden, even though. We went through all this. They showed me what they like. They show, you And then we do both. and go back and forth. But there's some of them that said, oh, wait a minute. I didn't know this. Hmm. I didn't know this. Exactly. Oh, I didn't know he said this. I don't see this. Oh, I didn't know President Trump funded the historical black colleges.
0: And it's yes. like, wow, they've
1: been on the news. i do you not know that? I didn't know President Obama and Joe Biden didn't want to do that. I didn't know this. It's like, guys, where have you been at? I'm a rock. You know where have you been? Are you hear all these things? Well, my thing is, go well, find out for yourself. Why is Herschel Walker got to tell you? This is one of the most important election ever in the United States of America. Yes. And you don't want to find out for yourself. You want to listen to your friend Jack down the street. He's going to tell you who to vote for. It? You know, I told my mom. You know, my mom is eighty-seven years old. Yes, yeah, she loves Democrats. She. And, you know, she knows. She knows. She knows Donald, the of President Trump, and stuff. And she said, "I like President Trump. I don't like what he tweets. I don't like his Twitter." <laughs> said, but I like President Trump and stuff. And I said, yeah, "Mom, I said, but you know what's so funny? Somebody not what a man says is what he does. That's mm-hmm. even it's not in the Bible. It ain't that in the Bible too. I got to find that that passage. But that's almost a, it. Ain't what he says It's what he does. Yes. And what he does is absolutely amazing. What he has done." In the short period of time, he's been in office compared to what others have done. And if African-American wouldn't look and maybe they can help me that. I hope all of them listening right now can help me by sending me something on my Twitter, not that I'm trying to get more Twitter followers, but if they can help me right now, look at the last four presidents from Obama to Clinton to Bush, it was it Bush wait who was, oh, now I'm totally confused the, the last four look at what they've done for African-Americans in the years they've been in office compared to what Donald Trump had done in three years ago. now I think they got 16 he's got three with the jobs that got better the African-American job rate his Latino job rate the black historical black colleges for prison reform look at that compared, and I'm not saying that that's the only reason you vote for him. And I'm not saying don't vote for him because of Twitter, because I don't like what he says on Twitter, but who cares about a Twitter account? First of all, my Twitter account says stupid stuff sometimes, so uh, I'm a good person. <laughs> I love the Lord Jesus, and I know Jesus loves me, and I yes. love him. So he and I have a conversation, because I remember they told, who was it, they told Vice President uh the vice president, if he's talking to Jesus, he must be crazy. I said, Herschel is really crazy, because Jesus and I talk all the time. He and I <laughs> hang out together. He and I hang out together. He and I are very cool together. And I talk to him. He talked to me, and I say, oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. He said, Herschel, get cool. I said, all right, then. So I just tell people, man, it is you have to learn these things on your own. But sometimes, no matter what, you can hammer it into someone's head. They're still not going to get it. They have what they have, and that's what they're gonna do. But I just try to talk to people. One thing I tell you is we have a right to it beside for ourselves. And if you're not don't vote for me, you're not black. I don't know whether he was joking or trying to be funny. Because this was so funny. I watched him on that show. Watch the way he's acting compared to him being on another show. This is funny because he has a incredible radio show but Joe Joe Biden is acting a little different than he would act on another show does he speak like that when he's in Washington does he speak like that when he's in front of another leader like try to talk that talk or was he just doing it because he was on this show and I said see people didn't even notice that and see I noticed that why are you trying to act different being on this show compared to someone else's show he's a serious interviewer like anyone else He's he's no joke, but you're trying yeah. to act like this. Whatever, I think that's wrong. Hey, absolutely. Yeah, and then someone is telling him he got to go. you got to go. For, for, okay. All right. You got to leave my show, but you don't leave no one else. Okay.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't think he was. Kidding either. I think that his old ways came out. You know, I mean, we can't forget he, he wrote all the crime bills that, that were very negative for the black community, especially the 94 crime bill that he co-authored that led to the mass incarceration of black individuals. It was Donald Trump that signed prison reform to get him out, to get many of them out. It was the, it was Donald Trump, President Donald Trump that gave us historical record funding for historical black colleges and universities. It was Donald Trump that got the unemployment rate in the black community, Hispanic community, Asian community to a historic low ever in our country. And and it's Donald Trump as president that's standing up for religious liberties. And it's, yes. it's a beautiful thing for me as a believer, as a Christian, as somebody that also would be deemed crazy because I talk to Jesus. I talk to Holy Spirit all the time. He's, he's my best friend. I yes. wouldn't be alive today if it wasn't for him. And I think that's Wait, the thing we... that really unites those of us like you and I and like so many other millions yes. of Americans. That should be what unites us and uniting around that cause and appreciating what this president has done for all of us. He's he's rose the tide for all of us, for all backgrounds, creeds, colors. You know, his speech at Mount Rushmore was amazing. I think it was one of the if not his best speech ever. And he he's he's a unifier. And there's an absolute assault from the enemy to try to take this man out. And for those that have a spiritual understanding, have eyes to see and ears to hear, we can't get swept away from all the emotional nonstop rhetoric that's coming from the liberal mainstream media that comes from that that could come from. Honestly, a lot of it comes from pastors. If I'm talking to the black community, you know, I don't know if you saw this or not, but Snoop Dogg posted a meme that had... Me on it and several other of my friends, Candace Owens, Hodge Twins, Terrence Williams, Paris Denard, and he yes. called us the Coon Bunch. Coon. And it's like who yes. who do these so-called leaders that, you know, that sure they're they've risen to some success, you know, whether in sports, you got LeBron but James that's know, called no, out I mean, the president, you've got Snoop Dogg. It's like, where do they get off labeling other individuals that they don't know. I've never met Snoop Dogg. I've never had a conversation with him, yet he wants to call us. And I'm surprised you weren't on there. You'll probably be on the next one. Uh, call us well, a racial know, well, slur as sellouts.
1: Hey, i tell you something that's really funny, that people don't realize how smart a coon really is. A coon is one of the smartest animals you can ever be around. So they, 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 they give you a good title. <laughs> See, a coon is a smart animal, but let me tell you one of the racist things that people, and see, I look at this because, like I told you, I was brought up, during race. I was brought up where you want to know racism. I know racism. Yeah. So, I tell you one of the racist things I saw happen. You know, I was watching the debate, Kamala um, Harris called Joe Biden a racist. And also, what the the guy from uh, Cory Booker from Jersey, (laughs) Cory Booker, also, all right, now just listen, called him a racist, racist. And then all of a sudden, the next day or the next week, Joe Biden said, I think I'm gonna have a black woman as my vice president. I was guys, you know how racist (laughs) that is? Because they said that he's a racist. So, what I'm gonna do is try to get the black vote, get him on my side. Is to get a black woman as my vice president because let me get a woman. Because I said, why don't you get who's best for that job?
0: Exactly. Not
1: who's not who you want to get to try to get a black vote, but who's best for that job. And then what was really strange is Kamala Harris and Corey Bookham just call him a racist, but yet she wanted to be his vice president. Because they <laughs> just called him a racist a little bit ago, but now you want to be his vice president. I'm not saying you can't and you can change him. But I said, now, if people think about that, that's racism right there. Yes. That I'm not going to get who's best for the job. I just want to get a black person in this position, get a vote. That's sort of like companies. I'm going to get a sort of like this diversity company, like a position in my company. I'll put it right over here. But they got the smallest office. They got the smallest budget because I want to look good to the public. Yep. that's, That's racist right there. Yes. If you're not going to do anything, and that's why I try to tell people, guys, look at this stuff. Don't just don't take it from me. Listen, I didn't make it up. This you can see it for yourself.
0: Yeah. So, final question before I get to one from my dad: Why are you supporting? And we'll be. I'm sure you'll be voting for Donald Trump. Why do you support Donald Trump and his reelection?
1: Well, I've known uh, President Trump since 1982. You know, people, and no no one has ever come out and said, first, is President Trump a racist? And as a guy, you know, I've known President Trump from 1980, 1983, really. You know, I raised little Donna, little Ivanka. If I was a racist, you think this man would have dropped his kids off to a black guy and let them stay with him for a week or something, just drop him off, leave him there? Just, oh, he's a racist, I'm going to drop him off. And like I'm that I'm that Manny or whatever, you know. We dropped him off, and I took him to Disney World, Sea World, the Bronx Zoo, or whatever I did. I I, I kept him and stuff. And you think he's a racist? You think he's a racist that he may call wow. me all the time and he talk to me as a human being and invite me to over to his house. I sit at his table and eat dinner, and it ain't like he. Uh, sit there and throw the plates away when I finish eating he uh whatever and you, you and it's like guys I'm not saying he's racist. I'm not saying I don't think he is. That's me because I've been around him since nineteen eighty two more than a lot of they have. And then you think yeah. I wouldn't know him because you know uh what's so funny is, you know, he was my first boss I ever had and I used to call him up and yeah, yeah come on over, Hersher and whatever I needed to do. And people people Hershey did that because he like this. And I was, no, 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 I didn't even know uh I didn't know who he was. I didn't know. I knew he was Donald Trump, but I'm, he was just a man that was trying like I was trying He working hard like I was working hard. And, you know, people. So I, I said, guys, I know the man. Now, has he had problems in life? Yes. But we all have had problems. I have to tell you, if he without saying cast the first stone, you need to know yes. that. He without saying cast the first stone, yes. first of all. But let me tell you, as a president, I said, respect him. And and you know, I would love for America. I love for them to vote for him the next go round. And then I love for America to support this man for four years. Yeah. Just think what he can do if we can support him for four years. Think what he's done and you hadn't supported him. <laughs> you hadn't right. done this, they they really think about all that this and that. Think about if we just help him for four years. Yes. And yo, know, I don't know, maybe he'll do nothing. Maybe he'll become lazy. But I don't think that's in his DNA. The, well, yo, know, in 1985, in 1985, and I I hope the New York Times will look this up because they were interviewing me. And I didn't know anything about uh, whether Donald Trump was going to be one for president in but 2016. I didn't know anything about that. But I may I said that was an article and I said this, I said, Donald Trump can be president of the United States. And someone said, "Why?" I said, "Because he loved America."
0: Wow, That's this is in, in 1985. The New York times?
1: I, I made, then I, I did an article, and I remember talking to someone, and I said, "He can be president of the United States because he loved America." Wow, and you know, people say, Herschel, well, but yeah." But he said, "You want to make America great again? What do you mean by that? You want to make America great again? You want to make it great again during the slave days? You want to make it great again during this, during that?" I said, "Guys, you know what's so funny about that? You take that for what you want it to be. I think you want to make it greater than, greater than, than it was during the Martin Luther King days. I think you want to make it great again than it was when it, during my father days. I don't think you want to make it great again than it was when uh, a year ago. They'll make it better than it was before." Yes. Because right now we can be better than we were yesterday. So that's what I take it as. I don't take it as I want to make it greater again because I want to get back to slavery. That ain't what he yeah. said. So why do people say crazy stuff sense. like that? Yeah. And I said he wanna make it better than, than it was years ago. That's what he said. And that's what yeah. I want. I want to make it better than it was yesterday. And that's what I I, I, I said. That's the reason I'm gonna vote for him. You know, not saying Biden, you know, I don't know whether he'll be a good president or not. I don't think so. I think whoever would <laughs> uh, so be as vice president would end up being the president. But what is sad to the American yeah. people, and I'm not sure whether he's healthy enough or whether he's not, and it doesn't matter, but if he's not healthy enough, you have a group that's trying to push him forward no matter what so they can run the presidency, I think is a shame. And it yeah. is a slap on every American's face that you're trying to push someone that you know is not prepared to do the job. You're trying to push them forward. It's sort of like getting a quarterback that we know that can't be a quarterback on the team. All the guns yeah. are going to destroy the team.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think that it is wrong. And the backup quarterback that you got may not be good enough. <laughs> it may not be good enough. I don't know. But that's the reason I say I'm voting for uh, Donald Trump because I think I know that if you help him a little bit, the man can do some amazing things. He's already shown he could. And he's already shown he's not going to take anything from nobody. And I told someone about this. A lot of these foreign affairs that people say, oh, why in the world are you making enemies with everybody? Why are you making... Well, first of all, our United States military are superheroes because they have fought in wars that they didn't want to fight in. They made us the greatest country in the world. But to be honest with you, a lot of these countries don't like the United States of America. And the reason they don't do anything right now is they're afraid of that president we got because they know if he says it, he's gonna do it. Yes. They're not one of these guys <laughs> that they're gonna keep they like this gnat. Oh, I'm gonna do this to you, you keep picking at you. Because you know that's what happened a couple of years ago. Oh, I'm gonna do this. They just keep doing this, these little nits and pick, that little mosquitoes that keep doing this. No, if Donald Trump says it,
0: yeah, you better hear
1: it. Because he's gonna do it. And yes. they know that. So they oh geez, we gotta get him out of office. And that's what I said, guys. I guarantee a lot of these other foreign leaders don't want him in office. Because they had a heyday. You know, they're making good money. We're getting them all oh, this yeah. money, but why are we not putting these money back in our streets? Yes. The homeless into our schools, you know, in all these communities that need this money. Why are we not putting it there? That's where way the money should go, not to these other countries that don't care about us, these other countries that Absolutely. I'm not sure what they're doing.
0: Absolutely. Well, I think you you nailed it. I mean, it's, you knew you've known the president since before he was the president, knowing him since 82, 83. That's almost 40 years there. This is the one argument, too, that I've heard for everybody that's ever tried to say that Donald Trump's a racist tell me one person that ever said he was a racist before he ran for office you can't find yeah. one person that ever called donald trump a racist until he yeah. ran for office as a republican as a conservative supporting conservative values so you're you're speaking right to that point you've known him for a long time he drop he he drop his kids off with you to let them watch it. that's a pretty ama- that's a pretty amazing story yeah. as well it's beautiful
1: well you know I, I ask people this tell me one thing that he done wrong
0: Mm.
1: Honestly, one thing that Donald Trump has done wrong. Oh, he didn't show his taxes. I don't want to show you my taxes either. <laughs> I hate <to> tell you. <laughs> hey, he didn't show me that. Oh, he uh, he grabbed a woman. <laughs> wow, that's what somebody said. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. You know, you did a lot of things too. He without seeing cast the first stone. Oh, he uh, he uh, it's like tell him what did he do wrong? Except uncover that we need to be better in our Congress and our Senate. Yes. That we have been straightened those people up. And I said, guys, if he done anything right, that's one of the most powerful things he could have done. Because we see that, guys, what you guys do in Washington, you got to do better. Yes. <laughs> they say you got to do better.
0: Well, I, I agree with you 110%. I believe that this president could do some amazing things for our country. I believe that he absolutely loves this country. And in order for us to truly have his back, he needs the House, he needs to keep the Senate, and he needs to be the president. And if he has all three chambers, he can do some absolutely amazing things for this country. So I share that sentiment. So the question from my father, Herschel, he asks, he asked this question. He says, are you still in as good a shape as you were when you were playing?
1: Well, I tell you what, you're going to be shocked. I'm in better shape today than I've been in years. Because of this pandemic, All I, I'm up earlier, earlier than the morning than I normally am up. I'm doing more push-ups, more sit-ups. I'm doing more cardio than I've ever and I used to do tons. But today, I'm in better shape. I told someone right now, I will step in a cage right now and do a, a five-round fight right today. i will step in a cage right today. I know I got to train a little bit more but I love to do it. I go out and I run. You know, I, I, I just went 30 miles on my bike earlier today and did about 50 minutes of jump rope and did all my push-ups and sit-ups. So I'm in better shape today than I've been in a long time. Now, I, wow. lost, I lost weight. That's what people don't realize that I, in my jaw bones, it's like I'm thinning out, but I've lost a few pounds, which is terrible because uh, I said if I'm going to fight, i got to fight heavyweight <laughs> and you know, I, I think right now I'm I'm probably only pushing about 220, and then if I get into my fighting shape, that means I'm gonna lose even more. So I'll be down like 215, which is not a good thing.
0: Wow, well that's amazing. Yeah, my dad was he shared with me back when I was in high school he, that your regimen consisted of a lot of pushups and a lot of sit situps.
1: Uh, yes, you know I'm I'm doing about today probably close to like almost 3,000 pushups by probably about. 5,000 sit-ups right now because of this pandemic. Normally, I was doing about 1,500 push-ups, 3,500 sit-ups. And I'm doing a, uh, probably about 1,000 dips right now. But I'm doing the dips almost every other day and stuff. And, I'm, and uh, my cardio, I'm making sure I, at least I put in on a on bicycle, whether it's a stationary bike or out on the road, put in at least 20 miles on the bike and do a jog about four miles what else am I doing? A lot of like squats, like the duck walk stuff. Doing a lot of my duck walk and all that, and uh, that's besides some of the other crazy things I'm doing.
0: My goodness, that's that's like the that's like the the million dollar man, the bionic man. That's that's a lot of push well, I almost have to all of it.
1: I almost have to do that though. But I, I tell people this all the time. I said, kids got to realize that whatever they want in life, you got to work at it. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. You got to get out and you got to work and. And I'm not saying you can't you can't do it because I'm from a small town in Wrightfield, to Georgia. If Herschel Walker can do it, you can do it. You just got to sacrifice, and sacrifice meaning you know if you want to make good grades, you can't go to that party. You know if you want to be a football player, you can't go to that ball. You know if you want to do this, you just can't do these things. You gotta you gotta get into your books. You gotta you gotta train. You know you you gotta you gotta go to sleep early to get up early to go to work. And that's, that's what sacrifice is. You know, your friends may want to do this, which is okay. But if you want something different you got to work at it, you got to sacrifice for it.
0: Absolutely. One final question that I, 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 I had down, I forgot I wanted to ask you how important is your faith? How is, how important is your faith to you?
1: My faith is very important. My faith is very important because, uh, you know, I was raised in a, uh, raised in the church. And uh, I'll tell you, my mom is a minister. I got three sisters that's ministers. I got two brother-in-laws that's ministers. But when I was a little boy, I was overweight. I had a speech impediment. But kids used to make fun of me, And they used to beat me up. And I used to be so afraid of everything. I used to walk my head down. And my nickname is Bo. One day, I had one pair of Sunday shoes to go to church. And my mom said, Bo, you ready to go? You ready to go? And I turned to my mom. And I said, Mom, because I had hair in my shoes. As a mom, I don't have any shoes. And she turned to me and she said, Jesus don't care how you look. Mm. And I went to church and I found out about my Lord Jesus Christ. And I found about faith. And I remember when I left home at about 16, I started traveling, you know, I became smart or whatever. Started traveling. My mom gave me an old Bible, an old King James Bible. I still got it today. And I traveled with that Bible everywhere. My mom told me, she said, When you have Jesus, you'll never be alone. Mm -hmm. And I learned in life that uh, that is true, Mm -hmm. that no matter where Mm -hmm. I've been, I've been all over the world. This is this is I'm from Wrightsville, Georgia. I've been all over the world. And I've never been scared because I've always had Jesus with me that no matter whatever happened to me, I knew I was going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And that's why I tell people, that's how strong my faith is. I knew no matter whatever happened to me, I'm going to be okay. And I said, that's what is so strong that people don't realize that, you know, and that's why I said, when I hear Martin Luther King say, I may not get that with you, but I've seen, I've seen it. And I tell people that I said, guys, you know, no matter whatever happened to Herschel Walker, I'm going to be okay because I know my Lord Jesus. Yes. And He's told me, I'm okay, I'm all right. So I'm all right. And that's what I tell people. That's what faith is. Faith is not just saying something you don't believe. I believe it in my heart so much because I've had some tough, tough times. People don't realize; they think everything is so great, but let me tell you what, I've had some tough times, but the Lord always see me through it.
0: Yes. So I know He's all right. So good. We need so much of that right now. Our country needs so much more of that understanding and awareness of how good our Papa God is. You know, He's a good yes. father. He's, he's a good, good father. I really hope we we get to see some more of that break loose in this country. I truly think that we need it. Well, Herschel, my brother, man, it has been such an absolute pleasure and honor to have you on. I'd love to have you on again in the future. love everything that you said. love what you shared. I love your heart. And I truly believe that God is going to continue to use you as he has for so many years. I I really believe he's going to continue to use you even more mightily because your message your voice is needed right now in our country like never before and it will continue to be needed in the days ahead so i just pray god would continue to and bless you enrich you give you increased wisdom and revelation of the plans that he has for you and working out dealings business dealings i know you're in a lot of business i just pray favor and wisdom in those business dealings as well and he's going to open some amazing doors for you the coming days. so god bless you herschel God bless your family, thank you. and thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Hey, thank you now, and God bless you guys. God bless you and your family.
0: So, friends, there you heard from an amazing, a true American hero, somebody that has lived it, somebody that has learned a lot, somebody that has a lot of wisdom to share, and I really hope that you share this podcast or share this episode with 10, 15, 20, even 50 friends. People need to hear what they heard, of what, what we just witnessed and heard from Herschel Walker, uh, and we need more of that wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, and we need more of God's goodness that oozed out of him. So thank you so, so much for tuning in today. We'll talk to you next time. God bless you. Have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye.